Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I am your co- your host, Adam Chop, and today with me, I have the one and only Brian Caldwell with Baby Bull Boxing out of Houston, Texas. Brian, how are you, man? I'm great, man. Thank you for uh, having me on the show. I appreciate it. Absolutely. The pleasure is all mine. Um, so we know the weather's pretty good in Houston right now. Um, tell everybody listening, um, you know, I always like to start off with this and um, just basic, you know, all about you. Like, what is your vision and how how did you get from, you know, where you were to where you are now as far as like you know doing the gym owning the gym kind of you know what, what all transpired in that that process um well actually you know kind of like you i was speaking to you a little bit before um i've been involved in sports and fitness pretty much the entire life um even starting as a trainer at age 18 uh in undergraduate college um getting paid for that and kind of never looking back and um, finishing school, finishing graduate school, got an opportunity to move to Houston, Texas. Um, that led me to the world of boxing. Um, I was very fortunate enough to meet a young man named Juan Diaz. Uh, I started working with him as a strength and conditioning coach. Um, he went on to be extremely successful four-time world champion. Um, he's in the Texas Boxes Hall of Fame the WBA Millennial champion, um, became a very big deal. He led me to other people. I ended up training seven world champions and two Olympic medalists. And through the course of that, we decided we needed our own training facility. Um, we opened the first baby bull location. Um, and I've never looked back. And here we are today and many, many years into it, nine total, um, you know, being in the gym business and, even though Juan's retired, we just take that same philosophy of training what we call civilians, non-paid athletes in the same format that we would train a professional fighter. And so the gym is a skill-based facility. We teach boxing first, um, conditioning is second. Um, and so it's led to a lot of success and we've got a lot of people and it's a lot of fun. And that's, I think that's the biggest key is, you know, just having fun with it because, you know, at the end of the day, you spend a lot of time doing it, you know, you got to make the best of it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. So with that being said, what, you know, real quick, you know, a great vision, what have been some of your biggest successes, I guess, with, um, you know, whether it's people, like their stories, like what, what's brought you the most joy you know, in this, this journey, we'll say it. I mean, there's, I have, I have many, too many to discuss with you in the short time we're going to be together. Um, a, a few of the, the highlighted things. I mean, I, I, this is what I truly believe. And I would tell any young gym owner, any young entrepreneur that's going into this is that you have to take some, a little success each day. And that may just be from getting, Hey, you, you just taught a great class. Thank you. You know, you will get, you know, we get that a lot and versus, you know, having another person that's come in and they joined last January and they're down a hundred pounds, life changing events for them. They may not 
again, really articulate to you personally, but knowing that you have that type of outreach and impact on people is such a huge, huge motivation. Um, and again, like I said, we, at this facility, I have a lot of my trainers are professional fighters. And so they'll fight on, you know, networks, HBO, Showtime. We recently had a, a guy that was fighting uh, really close to us. And I had 75 people from the membership show up at, at a bar to watch, you know, their instructor fight. And that's just like an amazing feeling to see that type of community um, happen and to see relationships, see mar I've been doing it so long. We have marriages, people, you know, meeting and becoming married and having kids and things like that. That's when you really know that you've developed a community and something that's going to stand for a long time. Awesome. Yeah. I love the, the community aspect of everything. You know, it's, it's bringing people together and from there, you know, they, they have their own experiences. Like you said, you people meet each other. Um, I actually met my fiance through when I was working at my fitness facility. So, uh, you know, and yep. back since, so it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Awesome, Brian. Um, well with that, what can, you know, um, you know, give it, give us, you said obviously boxing first conditioning second, what can a client expect, you know, when they walk into your doors, kind of, kind of walk me through like your elevator or like your onboarding process. Sure. So when you, when you walk into, to the gym, um, and, and this happens a lot in boxing facilities, a lot of people are very apprehensive because obviously they believe that, you know, again, they're going to have to fight that, they may not want to, um, even men, women, it doesn't matter. They're scared. And so we really, really try to break the ice right away just by being very personable with them. So one of the things that we like to do at this facility is even before a client walks in the gym for, we already know their names. We, we, as they're walking in, I'm already talking to you. Hey, Adam, how are you? And, and that alone just sets, like just diffuses the tension levels. The next thing that you have to do is really, really reassure them that they can move at their own pace, um, that they're going to see people that have been here for years and years. We also recruit older members in the gym to kind of buddy up a buddy system with new folks. And so when we have, we have a class, it's an onboarding class called training camp. I specifically have veteran members stick around after that class to talk to the new folks. Again, all you're trying to do is just settle their ease. All of a sudden they have a buddy in the gym, or, you know, they have a face they can talk to somebody, they can ask questions and it's really, really successful. And it's simple, right? It just takes a little bit of setting up. Yeah. Spot on. You know, it's, it's, it's good to have like that kind of orientation in a way, but also like, to ease that that tension you know like not everybody is yeah. you know, gung-ho on oh yeah let's just go to a boxing gym right it's like what is this well it's, it is and, and, and also again we we keep a philosophy here when you walk through the door no matter who you are or what you do you now become a fighter and that mentality is, is big and and the reason being is that you may have we always like to i may have a cop on one bag and a, and an ex ex con on another, right? Like, and it's funny to say it, but it has happened, right? So, 
whether you're big, you're small, you're male, you're female, black, white, brown, it doesn't matter. You check all that stuff at the door because when you walk through, now you're a fighter. And that's the mentality that we have is for the next 60 to 90 minutes, hey, you're in our program. So it, it's once you display that mentality and it's in, you know, reinforced over and over, it becomes second nature and the members take action to it. And look, they're proud of it. They love it. And they, they want to portray that to the new folks that are coming in. And you really, really quickly weed out those that are not going to fit the mold and keep very long-standing members. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. You know, it's, you know, whatever your fight might be, you know, that that's on you, but we're here to help bring that out and to know that it's okay. Like, don't, you know, just walk in and be, you know, just another person, like you're here for a purpose, you have a purpose, you know, we're going to fulfill that through conditioning and learning skills that are going to sharpen your mindset. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a firm, firm believer, you know, in, you know, doing, doing things for the people, by the people of the people, right? It's, it's, there's always like the business side of stuff and everything, but like, if you do it with true passion and purpose, like you're going to get tons of reward on top of, you know, anything that might be business, you know, influence. Um, yeah, I mean, the service component will in turn make you successful. It's whether you're willing to do that component of your business, because it's sometimes can be the hardest component and it can be labor intensive and it takes a little effort. But when you do that, everything else falls into place. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so with that being said, you know, I know Houston is like a huge area and everything. What? What is your current uh, size of your facility? So we run between 300 and 300 member, 350 members, you know, roughly. So we're a large boutique. Um, the facility is a 5,000 square foot facility minus the office and bathroom spaces. Uh, we also have two 20 by 20 rings. Um, so, so at, you know, pre-pandemic, um, we were just touching the 500 member mark. And so we, again, on a very short time, at, at one point, if you didn't book a class at least a week ahead, you are not getting in. And, you know, what a feeling. But what I do feel now is that we right now at this particular time, and it's been the first time this past year that we definitely have that same type of feeling, like there was a progression and a change of attitude and the way things were pe people were doing things in the pandemic. But now those are now transpiring back to those old formats where people want to be social. They want to be out and about. And I mean, we've, we've really been on a streak and, you know, we plan on keeping it going. It's been great lately. That's good. Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, the more people that I talk to as well, you know, that, 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 pandemic you know the the time in our lives where things were you know uncertain or just you know there was there was no guarantee and you couldn't really see what the you know the future looked like so it's <clears throat> you know to see like a little bit of that bounce back you know it's 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 nice it's kind of like humbling um and the fact that members are you know like we still have ourselves that we have to work on we can't just let it stop you know yeah i mean hindsight's twenty twenty, but and again, this is only my personal aspect. If you're going to yeah. give up the one thing 
it's going to keep you healthy that I, <laughs> but again it's it's just my two cents you know in it but it's really great to see the members want to be here they want to you know they hey want to hang out we have events we have parties we have all kinds of stuff and you know they're always jam-packed and people love it and that's that's that is a great feeling again seeing people having fun yeah and i think uh floyd mayweather said it best one time you know my health is my wealth yeah that's right absolutely like, you know you might you might have a ton of money but you know is your health in the shape and the, the right way that it needs to be you know it's can, sure. you, can you think you got it, you can do it. <laughs> yeah you got to be able yeah. to do all these things properly to be able to to do the other things yep absolutely. yeah man um so with the, like your members and your and your square footage and everything um you know what is that is that you know obviously you're right around 500 you know what what is, what is your your next goal like like with where you are right now where do you want to take baby bowl like what what what's like that that bigger picture goal so the the bigger picture for for me at this point in time um and where we're at particularly in Houston is called in in the loop so it's really in the inner city, city part um maximizing for me it's not so much the number of members that we have but it's maximizing what the revenue aspects of the people that we do have and now really setting my staff up for things like equity um things like expansion i have a few managers that have been with me a long time um they're really the backbone of the gym and I truly, at this point, I mean, the, the, the ship has sailed and, and it's, it's stable and, I, and I'm good. And so now your, your mindset kind of changes to, okay, are you going to take care of your team? What are you going to do to help them have an opportunity to, if they choose to, to have ownership in something, um, to, get, to have them set the next part of their life? And so that's really the vision for the gym. You know, I always tell people I'd love to have another two or three locations if the right you know opportunities came about just so again my management can spread their wings and and excel and do and do it and take the name even further than what it's gone you know um that's really it is i just try to take care of the staff the best we can no i, I love that because you know i was uh, having a conversation with somebody else earlier about you know you you paint the vision for the team because they look up to you to kind of guide them like okay you know i'm here i'm working for this person you know like what is my what is my success look like what does my career look like and if you have a great vision and you consistently paint that and show them what's achievable and reinvest in your staff then they're going to be as loyal as they could ever be to you and you're going to have an amazing facility sure well and, and again you've experienced this a lot like when you're when you first start you are you, you teach every class, you train every client, you clean the floors, you clean the toilets, you send the emails, you're doing everything yourself. You know, over time, you really realize that that's not a sustainable way to manage a facility. One, you're not, and at least in what I do, it's really physical. So you're not going to be able to do it. And we don't, you know, in boxing gyms in general, real ones, there is no air conditioning, there is none of this kind of stuff. So it's, it is labor intensive and it's difficult. But you certainly come to the fact that, look, you're not going to do this alone. 
and you know I'm a little bit older so you know I, and again been doing this for quite some time but I, I am at the point where truly I love to come to work but I don't have to and that is a really really liberating feeling when if I don't want to come to work for the next two weeks and go to Montana to fly fish I can do that and guess what everything runs but that takes time and that takes the right people and you have to reward those people for being able to do those jobs and like i said it's it once that happens for you it really becomes how do i take care of these folks to keep this going and to keep their careers going so they can achieve all the financial things that they want to or all the fulfillment that they want to and so that right now is the goal for this place is you know get these guys taken care of and let's see where this thing goes. Absolutely. Um, with that goal. So what, you know, like what, what does that, that next step look like from now to being able to set up your staff? Like, like have you put anything in place currently or is there, is there like some brainstorm going on to be able to achieve that? Um, well, I mean, it is set in place. So we, we, Again, we try to increase our revenues, you know, in general by 15% per year, right? And that that's across the board. That's just the standard. It's a high standard, but we've done it. Even through the pandemic, we were able to keep our revenue at a place that it was really great. Um, we hope to open two to three locations in the next five years. You know, each of these locations grossing anywhere from 750 to a million dollars per location. Um, my phone's ringing already here. Uh, so anyway, it's just a matter of now going out and, and finding those locations and putting the, putting the plan in action. And like I said, it's, for me, it's taken a long time to make sure that I have the staff to do it, you know, and because without, without the staff, you, you, you got nothing. I mean, is it's pretty much not even possible. Yeah. Well, and with the staff you currently have, you know, it's if you were to like, if you say you had nobody, that was necessarily like up to your standard or like the standard of what needs to be to have that second facility. Now it's like you got to learn to retrust a whole new person all over again. That's gonna, you know, take what you've set established already to what you want to do for the next two to three locations. So, you know, the fact that you have a staff that you know has been there and, you know, reinvesting in them, that's going to set you up for, you know, success with being able to create the same culture and standard that's already currently in, you know, baby bowl. Yeah. And it's fun. Look, it's fun finding good quality people that want to learn and want an opportunity. You know, it's, it's great. And, you know, these guys that I have with me, guys and girls, you know, they're in their early twenties and to see, you know, those type of folks reaching six figure marks and rent, you know, in salary and stuff, it's, it's exciting. Like, it's really exciting to see those opportunities for them. And, um, you know, hopefully by, you know, again, age 30, they're on their way. And that's, that's, that's the mark and the goal. Yeah. Hey, uh, that's, that's my goal. I want, I want to be on the, on that way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you are, you're on that way. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, uh, you know, not to make this about me, but I always, like I said, like to watch podcasts myself and, uh, you know, like Andy Frazella and like all these other people that like, try to instill like what they've done and Hey, look, it's not rocket science. You just need to do X, Y, and Z very well. Um, yeah. Or in some, in some shape or form, 
Um, kind of a one-off question. Uh, I just wanted to ask this and you've been in the business for a while now. What is your favorite either pro or con about interviewing a higher like management type style employee? Like, like, what, like what's your like favorite thing about that? I mean, the, 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 my favorite part is that you get to meet a lot of interesting people and it's, it's also always pushes me to keep an open mind. And what I mean by that is some, you generally have when, when it's like for me, I generally am looking for a replication of myself and it took me a long time to get over that and to get past that. Hey, this person may not want to wake up at three in the morning and work until nine at night. You know, not everybody has to have that same type of mentality and times change. I am not from a generation that's on social media. I'm not like, I don't tend to want to film everything I'm doing. I'm not, but I see a value in what, how things have changed. And so it's really kind of open my meeting different people and, their ideas and their skill sets about how they would, you know, again, handle certain situations or how they would handle the marketing of the gym or how they would do, you know, different things. And I always find it, you know, entertaining. I'm always trying to still learn at this point. And, you know, it's like solving a puzzle. And, and, you know, you want to put these particular people in place that fit with your type of work ethic that fit with your motivational levels that fit with um, the way you communicate. And one, again, when you find them, it's like finding a diamond, it's their gyms and you got to really try to hold on to them. Now, the negative aspect is, is that like, kind of the same thing, like times have changed and what my expectations of, you know, a job description most certainly are probably not the same now as they were 25, 30 years ago when, when I was doing it. And so people today just have a different level of expectations. And as a gym owner or any business, if you don't start complying to those and adapting, you're going to be dead. Your business is not going to make it. And that's really, it's just the stone cold hard facts. And so, you know, that's, it's just one of those things you have to evolve, you know, you have to have an open mind. And with that, then if you can find people that you can work with and will take some of your wisdom, then again, you're back on the right path. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, finding that diamond in the rough because, and I, I've seen it too, you know, I, uh, my last position, you know, just, just the people that you see. It's like, man, 20 years ago or even five years ago, it's, it's a night and day difference. And whatever is contributing to that, I'm sure we could, you know, go round and round about all that. But, uh, you know, it's like, you know, uh, at least my parents were born in the 50s, right? And back then it was like, you either work hard or that's it. Yeah, you don't eat. You yeah, don't exactly. Well, there was no like, oh, take it easy. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the way it is. I mean, you're, you're Midwest born and raised. So am I, I'm from a rural farming community. You know, if you're not up by four forty-five in the morning, you're lazy. And that's, that's just how I grew up. And that's how you, you have to do that to, to eat. That's the way it is in that type of lifestyle. And so it's just something that really transcends, right? 
And, you know, moving from that type of area to a metropolitan area like Houston, Texas, is it's a very different, different arena here. And it took me a long time to, to get it. But, you know, fundamentally, I still will tell people this. I'll tell anybody, look, if you get up and you work hard every day, something good will eventually happen for you. It will. It may not be today or tomorrow. It will happen as long as you put in good work. That's it. You can be washing windows. If you're the best at it, trust me, you're going to create a business. It's just got to take time. Too many people are lazy. And I, I mean, they just sometimes will not want to do the kind of the hard things or the dirty things to get to where they really want to go. And we can watch Instagram and TikTok all we want. And, you know, guys posting up with supercars and all this that they can barely even rent. Right. And that's, that's just a mentality. Like, yeah, you got to get past that. And I just think that at this time, sometimes it's good just to humble ourselves and, you know, again, just focus on doing the right thing and working hard. And when you do that, things usually generally work out for the best. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with Instagram, like there's so many filters and like backdrops and like things that like people, you know, you don't even realize. And it's like, this person's dropping from a plane at 20,000 feet in the air. They could literally just be holding onto a pull-up bar, you know, in their garage, yeah. you know, it's as well as he's got to take with a grain of salt. And like you said, and like, we both know, it's like, if you button down, you put your nose to the ground and you work hard and you do the things that you were instilled or that, you know, is true inside your stomach and just do it instead of creating that anxiety of like, Oh, well, you know, maybe I should, try this and see how it pans out. Like, cool. Try once. If it fails. All right. You know, not to do it. Yep. Exactly. Uh, It's uh, it's something that, you know, again, we, for the staff here, we coach that nonstop, nonstop. It's over. It's reinforced every time we talk, you know, it's just like, guys, we don't leave things for tomorrow. And yeah, you know, if there's a problem, let's run to it, not around it. And that's kind of the mentality we keep. And, like I said, my guys, they thrive to that and, and we do great. And so it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, so with the, the expansion, you know, of the locations over the next, you know, say five years, you said what steps are currently in place, obviously besides like good culture and things like that, but like, what, what, what do you have in place to, um, to multiply, to, to, you know, give the staff some more, to be honest with you, all it is for, for me personally is real estate acquisition, right? And so now it becomes more of a real estate business for me. For, for where I'm at, you know, I, I, want, I, I would prefer to have ownership of property and then, you know, setting those businesses on to, to help that real estate investment. Um, in the city of Houston, in the inner loop, having like warehouse style gyms like I have here, they're very difficult to find. Um, there's been a boom of people moving to Houston. There's tons of construction. And so those types of open air, you know, open air, big garage door types gyms, they're very, very limited in, in the inner city here. Um, and so it becomes a challenge in just, uh, again, being able to either acquire for purchase or renting a place that makes sense because you know, the rents, even since I've started here, have at least tripled. 
and are only rising. So yeah. at some point in time, the rent aspect doesn't make sense for your business, not in a profitability aspect. So those are things that, that, I, that, that I'm looking at, you know, on my personal end. Um, I also recently started another business with a partner, um, a, a coffee business and something that we've had interest in been doing for some time. And so we got a lot of things in the pipeline and, um, but yeah, I mean, as far as the staffing goes, they're ready. Um, you know, my senior staff are, I mean, they train people that come through here. They're the ones that do onboarding for new staff members. They, you know, they handle it. And so I'm kind of more on the hands-off side of that at this point. And, you know, thank God it's, it's been, it's been great. You know, like I tell everybody, like I said, at the beginning, you're, you're washing, you're, you're the cleaning person, you're the teacher, the trainer, you you do all those things. And, you know, eventually after a, a number of times, hopefully you can erase that. You can get out of that. You know, you can start expanding in that aspect. And if you're a person that hasn't, you should really try because you can't do it forever. And you want to have something that's making you revenue when you're not there and making you money and building your building you. And that's the end goal. And you got to take those risks at some point, right? You got to, you got to step out and do it. And I encourage people, you got to try, even if you fail, try it and you'll get it the next time or the next time. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. You can't be afraid to jump. And, uh, you know, obviously you can calculate and make a educated jump but um until you do you know you're gonna be in the same spot same Um, spot same spot you know it's it's interesting because you you in a position there's a max limit on how much you can make right unless you're the owner and you can be the number one guy you can be the manager there is going to be a max on that and what's next for you when that max is met and that's something you really have to challenge your staff and not be afraid of them actually having interest in equity and those types of things. That means they're growing. That means that they're ready to start transitioning on to those next things. And it's really, really awesome because then you can take those folks and now you can expand your brand. You can open a second location because you know, it's going to be run right with people that got skin in the game. And that's for me, that's again, been the effective route. Yeah. Awesome. Um, with, you know, your success and, you know, growing your memberships and, you know, like, you know, reinvesting in your staff and everything, what, like on the marketing side of things, like what, what do you do that, you know, either works well, or maybe doesn't work as well to where you acquire, you know, the, the member base and to keep growing. So one of the founding things for us is making sure that our Google ratings are extremely high. So if you are interested in boxing in houston most generally our location is going to be the first one that you see second is just having a strong presence on obviously social media not so much that we create and sell ads but being present just for people to see what we're doing Um, but last but not least and the most successful thing we do is we ask our current members to ask a friend to come to the gym and we have particular days of the month where it's bring a buddy. We also have a monthly fight night um, every month at the facility. And we, 
we recruit a ton of people from having those types of events because the members bring all their friends because they want to watch everybody box and it's kind of a social event and we have a good time with it and a happy hour with it and all these types of things well that's just a huge icebreaker and we get more people from those than we do from anything else and it's just grassroots and that's it and just using the people that we have and so you know i think it's a collage of everything that's going to work and it's not just one single thing that's going to get you you know a ton of people or a ton of numbers it's going to be a multitude of things that you just have to do you know we try to do it in a very professional format you know we don't put out crazy stuff on social media whatever everything is you know pretty spot on and um, tells our story and makes it makes it easy for people to come and find us awesome and uh would you say like on average like you're you know by the way like organic and like word of mouth and referrals like those are great because that shows all the value that you already have inside your facility and people love to hear that and see that um because it's more credible than uh you know kind of like on a whim um with those events and you know the referrals and word of mouth like on average would you say like month over month how many you know new leads or people would you see coming through that door we usually average anywhere from 20 to 25 per week of new people actually physically being in our training camp classes and so we offer that class three times a week and we i mean we have a really high closing rate so we're closing 80 percent of the people that are generally coming in for at least to get another class right or whatever i mean we have all types of memberships but th that part is again really successful for us um, you know, we strategically put these classes at the same time as we're having other large classes. So again, the gym is full. It's energetic. It's showing the life of what we do here. It gets people to see other folks that look just like them doing what they are uh, perceiving that they can do. And that's, that's just something that, again, I like to think that that was a well thought out plan that now has reaped a lot of benefit for us. Um, we also make it really, really easy for people to come and try our gym. Uh, we offer two classes for 12 bucks and it's like a no brainer. Like there's no loss. So come and try it. If you don't like it, you walk down the street and find somewhere else. You love it. Well, you sign it up right there. And that's really kind of our philosophy towards recruitment is come and try it. If you try it, you're going to love it. And that's where, again, the staff and, our philosophy behind the gym and how we do things. I'm really confident that that's going to work and it does. And so, you know, I, I can't compare it to anywhere else, but we have, I mean, there's so many, there are more fitness based boxing facilities, not what we technically call real, um, but they struggle and some of them have big names behind them and they can't keep, can't keep their doors open. Well, there you have it. You know, you no matter who, who who it is, you have to have a good product, right? You have to have a good staff. You got to have good service. You got to have a good attitude. You do that, you're gonna have good recruitment. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much the end of the line, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, that leads me kind of uh, to like uh, like our little wrap up question. Uh, I'll do it in a two part for you. Um, sure. But you know, like you said, there's you know, Houston's a huge area. Um, and there's a ton of gyms, ton of boxing gyms and quote unquote, real or unreal, whatever, you know, to each person is their own. Um, 
you know, to all the listeners out here, what, you know, what would you say sets uh, a good gym from a great gym? Like what, what, what's the difference inside, outside? Like what, if you give somebody an advice that either maybe has a smaller gym or has a bigger gym or is looking to start one, what, what would be your advice? What'd be your, your, your piece of cake that you would give them to say, Hey, look, it's not rocket science, but this is, you know, the difference between good and great. What would that it's like? it's 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 purely comes down to to attitude and that attitude means that look if you're a one person owner and you have 500 square feet you have a chance to go out and affect people's lives and if you are at that facility at five in the morning and your five in the morning is somebody else's eight in the morning and what i mean by that is you're there at 4.30 because they're going to be there at 5. Things are ready to go. Coffee's on the pot for them out there. It's They walk in the door. Hey, Adam, what's up, man? How are you? Man, what's cracking this morning? Man, wake up. Let's go. Like When you have that and you have that 24 hours a day, seven days a week that that place is on, guess what? No matter how much, if, if you know even a little bit about training, even a little bit, Okay, you are going to find yourself having success. Now, if you have some knowledge about how to correctly program, how to whatever your service is, if you can offer it at a higher level, guess what? You are going to get members. Now, now you have to understand how do you handle that, right? Because pretty soon that one person is not going to be able to handle having full classes. Right, you gotta be willing to now. Who? What's next? Who am I going to be able to hire? Who am I going to be able to help alleviate so I can do the important things? Yeah, and that's that. You know, again, if you don't understand that though, you're going to have a really hard time, and you're not going to be able to grow. And just making sure that you're always focused on what the important mission is for for you, and let those new folks take care of something that they can handle and put them in a place they're successful. And if you do that, you're on your way. Awesome, great, great advice. Um, and then lastly, uh, Brian, tell everybody how they can reach your gym. You know, what Insta handles, Facebook handles, websites, you know, how can, if somebody was to inquire about Baby Bull, kind of, you know, how can they reach you? Sure, um, website's babybullboxing.com. Instagram is at babybullboxing. You can message us either place, uh, call the gym, whatever you need to do. It, it's pretty easy. So if you're coming to Texas or you're in the Houston area, um, you, you can't miss us. We're, we're right here and we'd love to have anybody that come. And if there's any owners out there that ever need to, again, chat about this stuff, you know, I'm always happy to help folks. It's, it's again, sometimes it's, it's good to give. And when you give, you'll receive. And so that's kind of how I value things. And Anybody that's out there, I, I, I give a lot of advice to young gym owners that are that are in the Houston area and stuff, and it, uh, it, it, helps, it helps me. It makes me feel well to help somebody else do well. Awesome. Well, there you have it from the man himself. Uh, for everybody listening out there, if you want to be on our podcast, feel free to type in information in the link below, and we'll be in touch. But until then, Gym Lord's out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. 
But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Montero, and today we are joined by Chad Baird of CrossFit Zion out in St. George, Utah. Chad, what's up, man? Hey, man. Not much. How's it going, Austin? Going great, man. Appreciate you joining us today, man. Looking forward Looking forward to talking to you and uh, talking some CrossFit and like the business of CrossFit, right? So, uh, yeah. very cool, man. So, awesome. CrossFit Zion, you guys are in an awesome part of the country, one of my favorite parts. Been there 11 years now. Um, let's go back in time, Chad. When you decided to open this business back in the day, you know, CrossFit was still kind of uh, in its ascension phase at that point in time, right? Pretty organic stuff before Reebok, I think, really came into the picture. What was your sense back then, like from a business standpoint, as far as a goal for you? to open this business and go down this road of entrepreneurship. Yeah. So actually it was kind of funny how we stumbled upon it. Um, we owned and operated a youth football organization and we had this big warehouse that had all the football equipment in it. And we're like, you know what, what can we do in the off season to monetize our income? right? Right. So, so we had a bunch of different ideas from bigger, faster, stronger to, you know, maybe just opening up a gym and my brother, and mentioned this CrossFit thing. And I thought, yeah, well, that looks this like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And he's like, (laughs) dude, you need to try it. You need to try it. Right. And so the first workout I tried was fight gone bad. And at the time I thought I was in good shape. I thought I was pretty good shape. Right. I mean, and I was 34 at the time. Um, and it, and it left me on the floor in a mess. Right. So I'm like, dude, that was, that was dumb but let's do it again, man. I like how I felt. Right. So from right. that point, it just kind of like our friends would come, come our associates would come during the day in the, in the warehouse. And yeah. it just, it just grew. And it was at the time when CrossFit was, like you said, just kind of busting. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, people just come in and, and you just do a killer workout. And, and, and that was it. We had no idea what right. we were doing, but we knew there was something there. Yeah. Um, so long story short, we, we affiliated, um, and, uh, we just created a business out yeah. of it. And, and, uh, we, we were using the, you know, the old fashioned, just write things down sure. and, sure. and, uh, we just grew it from there. You know, it, a lot of, a lot of trial and error at that point. Yeah. So it was, it was one time. Yeah, for sure, man. And like, uh, yeah, uh, as you're talking, I'm reminiscing the exact same thing. Kind of going by the seat of our pants for a bit. Well, we knew something was there, right? Something special was was there. You could just kind of feel it. Maybe not put it into words at the time, but you could definitely feel something special was there. Chad, what's some of the biggest things from a business sense that have changed for you over these past, you know, 11 plus years? Um, maybe some of the biggest changes you've made. Yeah, so I think probably more than anything is, is structure of how programming inside the gym looks and how recovery uh, and one-on-one and accessories and, and just not just the daily hundred percent burnout. Metcon. Right. Like that, 
that's what really changed for us. This is a structured program and, and this is what it should look like. And we had training uh, periodations and deloads and, you know, strength sessions. And it's still CrossFit. It's constantly varied right. and performed high intensity, but yeah. at, you know, your level of intensity yeah. and not 100% every day, right. right? As far as like killing yourself every day. Yeah, and I think that's huge. You know, back in the day, we used to always basically, if you're not laying in a pool of sweat at the end, it was like not good. But yeah, so the structure behind the workout and the business, right? And I know we talked off camera about like you guys do a good amount of personal training, and not just like you said, not just the not just the traditional group class. Um, when did you guys start going more down the training route, or, or when did you add that? It's a big part of the business, and uh, kind of what what does that look like for you? Yeah, that's a great question. So. Uh, what we started to do is, I mean, we originally started out as CrossFit Zion and yep. that, that's, that's the business. That was the name. And we kind of changed a little bit to Zion Training Center. And inside okay. of that, you have personal training, you have foundations, you have CrossFit, you have athletic accessory, you have hypertrophy. So we have, we have different programs inside of the training center, but the, the nuts and bolts is CrossFit, right? That's, yeah. that's what drives all these other programs. Yeah. Love it, man. Yeah, I love it. So still sticking to the roots, but offering other programs as we've grown now, you know, you've grown, you have a good amount of members. You told me, you told me your member number, getting people in the door, I think is a top priority uh, for success of any business, right? Whether it's the gym or a restaurant or a salon, whatever. What have you guys done to market, Cross with Zion, Zion Training Center to get new faces in the door, you know, on a regular, consistent basis. Yeah, that's a, that's that's been a tricky one because in St. George, when we first started, uh, there was eight CrossFit gyms. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, we're we're dialed back down. Now there is a gym, like you said yourself, you went down to one of them here, yeah. just right down the street, like 100 yards from yeah. us. There's a gym on every corner. Right. So we live in a fitness community, right? So what's unique about how do we drive? people into our doors um and it's super simple it's we just do we do challenges okay. and uh and and i and i advertise you know a, a lifestyle challenge it comes with a, a scan i have a scanner inside it's a 3d scanner um and and basically i offer that to where it's measurable progress like you're not just going to come and work out right. but we're going to actually put you on a scanner and then we're going to actually dial in what works for you outside of just a CrossFit class. Right. And then how we do our challenges, we put people on a team of 10 with a specified coach that's okay. over that team. And it runs for, it runs for seven weeks. And then after that, they're so dialed into a way of life that the retention is, is awesome. awesome. So they stick around. Yeah. And I, I loved it. I love the idea of challenges with like that defined end. People really seem to seem to like that chat now is that are you doing that just for new people or is that also for current members can take part in that as well so current members take part in it and how we do it is we have um three or four seasoned members on a team and then we mix in with that three or four other new members that come in so they're integrated with an actual you know people that can help them out so the whole team helps everybody out throughout the process yeah. because at first you know people hear crossfit and they get intimidated Sure. And they're like, I don't, you know, that's scary. And that kind of breaks that stigma. Um, yeah. And, but, but more than that is, is, is the culture that it right. creates with, with that challenge. Huge. And so people, 
and people love that, right? I mean, that's that's what yeah. it's all about is, is like-minded people and holding people accountable, right? So yeah, for sure, man. So that's one that's of the, that's yep. one of the big that's one of the big re- areas that uh, that we advertise and drive traffic. Okay, and, yeah. and the other one is, is really it's it's word of mouth with right. uh, with our other members because right. we live in kind of a smaller place. I mean, yeah. you know, not super small, but St. George isn't a huge city, right? So right. word of mouth is big. Yeah, so your challenges, your word of mouth. Now, I've been on your Instagram page, uh, good amount of followers. You guys seem pretty active on there. Are you guys doing anything via like social media to attract people in the gym as well? Yeah, that's another huge one. Um, I've got an awesome social media team. Um, actually, it's, it's right. one person, uh, myself and, and a, a girl named Tasha. Yeah. And so um, every day you'll see five, six, seven stories. And then also we highlight members, we highlight coaches, we highlight our programming, yeah. we highlight uh, events that are going on inside the gym and then also around the community. And uh, <clears throat> we actually did a poll inside of that of where do you get your news for CrossFit as far right. as our our members and I thought it might have been newsletter or yeah. website, 100% social media, Instagram. Course, yeah. That's everything. So right? that, that's a huge tool, right? So people yeah. just use that. Yeah, it's a massive tool now. And uh, yeah, I checked it out. You guys have a, a good page, really good following, educational, like you said, sharing members, profiles, and all that stuff, which is, I think, is awesome and just attracts people to our gyms, which is great. Uh, you guys, have you ever gone down the paid advertising path, Chad, Facebook, Instagram, any other channels? Yeah, I've done that quite a bit. Um, It it does work to a certain extent. Like Facebook works pretty well. It's cheap. Uh, But you do have to be creative in how how to branch out, how to to be, you know, sticking out, I guess, so to speak. For sure, yeah. Definitely a a logarithm, a skill to it, like like learning how to snatch. Same idea, right? So it's a lot to that, but... Yeah, if you, so if the ROI is there, you guys are definitely down to be doing to add it to your marketing uh, strategy, so to speak. Say, say, I know you guys have a good amount of membership. If you got thirty new members, say in July, is that something you guys can even handle at this point, or you, or is your is your growth mindset kind of more in a, a different area? No, actually, I mean, I would love to. I would love that. Um, hindsight, right. real quick, like last June, yeah, uh, kind of post post COVID when people yeah. were like. Just migrating, I guess, for right. lack of a better word. We right. got 18, 18 new members yeah. from all outside states in just June. So, wow. I mean, it was, it was awesome, right? Yeah. It was great. Um, yeah. We handled the growth very well. But, yeah, I mean, you can absolutely handle handle Good. growth, um, you know. So, it's just class times have to be adjusted maybe sure. or add sure. a new class or else maybe yeah. cap one, you know, so – for sure. Great problem to have, right? It's a great, great problem to have. That's for sure. So with that new person coming in, say, say I joined the gym today, man. I, you know, all of our CrossFit, we, we have an honor amp program or foundations program in some way, shape or form. How do you guys right now go about getting that new member started at this point in time? Yeah. So we do, we do a, what we call foundations and yep. we do twice in a month, once at the first month or the first week of the month. And then the other one at the third week of the month and it's for four days, it's uh, 45 minutes each. And we just dissect a bulk of movements until that's over. And then, and then we move, move them into the classes. So how that looks is um, 
once they're through that foundations, we, we do a scan after as well. So they're going to get a scan. So they have a measurable progress that they can go back on. And then six weeks later, we do another scan and that's all included with the, yeah. with the foundations. So they can actually see I'm making progress. I'm gaining muscle. Right. I'm losing fat. I'm looking right. great. And, yeah. and, and aside from that, when they come into one of the classes for the first time, it's like a welcome party and yeah, all the right. members are excited that they've, jumped that's in and, and so, so you know we treat it pretty special that way yeah that's awesome yeah so making that first month or two uh special make people feel at home because like, like you know coming into gym can be intimidating for for most folks right you know you and i can walk into any gym and feel fine but a lot of people it's a tough thing so yeah i like that you kind of celebrate those new people when you, you, you met up your your foundations program is that first month kind of all included in one price or do you guys split it up after the class into a big group class is it is it split into two payments or is it one lump sum so for the first one yeah it's a good good question foundations with this with the scans are a hundred bucks and that's okay. just their that's just buy-in right from there yep. and then after that they they have options yep. they can do month to month they can do Got a it. yearly contract that's still month to month but it's a little cheaper if yep. they come because ultimately if you're in and this, you want to stay the long term, right? Yeah. So you have to make that enticing yeah. for people to 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 actually um, to commit to that. Right. So I love that. I love. Uh, I don't want to lead you, man. Why contracts? Why did you have? Why did you add that option to your business? Uh, it just shows commitment. Nice. I like it, and it gives you a, a hard asset too. Like uh, I think from the valuation of the business side as well. You know, like. So uh, yeah, and commitment piece is huge. And then you, you kind of take a little price off, so it's everybody kind of wins. So like, uh, I'm yeah, I'm for that. I think that's great, man. Now, so with the contract piece, on ramp, I get through on ramp. I'm at the gym. We're doing personal training. What are ways, personal training plus other ways that you're able to increase the average revenue per member you have? Yeah, it's great, great question. So um, each month, I kind of pick something that will help uh, generate more revenue for the gym. Nice. And it could be a snatch seminar or it could be a gymnastics seminar, or maybe it's a new apparel, uh, you know, sh yeah. shirt, something that we release. Yeah. Um, kids program, uh, like I said, challenges. So stuff like that. So each month there's something, something yeah. that helps generate more revenue for, for the business. Yeah. I love it. Uh, keeping it new. And then obviously, letting your members know about it. So ways to communicate with them. You know, there's so much technology we have these days. What are ways you get to communicate with your people when they're not with you? Like the other 23 hours of the day. Yeah. So first, first foremost is obviously, you know, social media, yep. um, Instagram. Um, and then also we, you know, we use, we use Wattify mm -hmm. as our, as our app and uh, you know, message through that and then email and then also text messaging, you know, so, so all of that comes in yeah, full yeah. circle. Yeah, so that, that's definitely a great part to obviously keep our clients engaged and add that layer of accountability, right? Now, chat. I mean, I always used to see like this kind of life cycle of the athlete in the CrossFit space, right? After a couple of years, they may want to start going down the weightlifting journey or bodybuilding or what have you. Over this 11 years, have you seen any kind of trends, like average life cycle of, of a client? Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh... It's kind of a kind of tough question to answer because I have I have some staples that have been here for sure. eleven years and there's probably fifty of them, yeah. right? That have stayed here, um, and and ten of them are my coaches, um, nice. and and they've been through 
the ups and downs. And so the trends, what I've seen is someone comes in, they do CrossFit for two years or two and a half for three. Then they right. think, okay, what else can I do? Right. What else is there? So instead of losing them and letting them go somewhere else, create another program for them. Like for example, we have a barbell program and it's right. specific to just snatch, clean jerk, you know, squatting, yep. you know, all the Olympic movements broken down. Right. So they can migrate over to that and then they can have CrossFit as well by just paying a crossover fee and yep. they can come and do that. Also, um, a lot of people when they first get into CrossFit and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling great. I want to really put on some mass. Like I want to put yep. on some muscle, right? So we have a hypertrophy program that, right. uh, that they can do. And so that's all inside of the whole center yeah. itself, but there's always one class going on, right? Yeah. So there's just different yeah. classes that they can choose yeah. from. I love that, man. Yeah, because uh, it's a real thing, right? People, yeah, they want to move to something else. And like, awesome, you guys have the barbell piece, uh, pushery, hypertrophy piece, helps us keep clients engaged longer, which I think is the ultimate goal and help, help more people, right? Which is great. So Chad, you've had this 11 years, man. I'm sure your role as a business owner has changed probably quite a bit. To get to the level you guys are at. you just said you have 10 coaches which is incredible so what is your role like uh, in the business at, at this point in time yes yeah, so good question i've gone from being like the garbage man and mopping and and doing right. everything day to day to kind of managing from um an aerial point of view to make sure all the programs are running and all the equipment is up to par and safe yeah. and and but you know just for example uh, last sunday i I mopped and cleaned the gym. I mean, right. I still, you still fill gaps and fill roles. I coach still, uh, let's see, two, four, six, eight. I coach about eight classes a week okay. still. That's my passion. Yeah. I love to, I love to coach. And that's still what I think drives me. Um, sure. The business set, the business side of it is, uh, it's, it's boring a little bit, right? But, it, but you've got to, yeah. you've got to do it. Yeah. You've got to make sure that you have a well-oiled machine and that, and everything's running to, to make sure that profit's coming because it's tough. It's tough to make profit in a CrossFit gym for sure. For sure, man. Yeah, it's blood, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, right? Uh, a lot of toil, uh, especially when you get started, man. Like, you know, I remember those days. It's, you know, putting in long days. And, but yeah, like you said, the passion of the coach is awesome and a lot of purpose behind that, which, you know, you go home and feel great at the end of the day because they actually help people's lives, you know, in a good way. So, with all being said, Chad, what's what's next for you, man, and your main focus here moving forward over the next, say, year for CrossFit Zion? What are you guys looking to accomplish or opportunities you're looking to capitalize on over the next year? Yeah, we're we're growing um and we'd like to we'd like to build. We actually have some land that we've that we've closed on and uh with with just the state of things right now, um, who knows how long that'll take. I, I wanna say maybe a year, year and a half, but we'll We'll kind of wait and see. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the goal. Is to, we're in a 5,000 square foot facility right now, and the goal is to to have about a 10 to 12,000 square yeah. foot facility. So, so just growing from what we already have and uh, making each one of our our programs bigger. Yeah, I love that, man. That's like the perfect life cycle. You know, for you as the entrepreneur owner, CrossFit Zion. Once you get to that level, man, and that's gonna be huge. Own a building, the land, like that's the real asset, right? That's awesome. Uh, what are going to be the changes you'll make once you get to that space? Is it more, is it more of a team, maybe like a manager in place, GM, where do you foresee yourself at that, at that 10, 12,000 square foot brand new facility? Yeah, it's definitely gonna, gonna take 
a team like I've already right. built, but um, basically growing each each area because um, it will be more of a, a fitness training center. Again, I want to reiterate, like CrossFit is the staple. Like right. that, that is what we do. Um, it's just after, you know, all these years of seeing how you can grow that CrossFit umbrella, yeah. it, it, you, you got you to gotta capitalize on that and, and have a place for other experienced athletes to, to go to. And, and just, just basically growing each area right? bigger than it, bigger than it is right now and filling sure. that space. Yeah. I love it, man. I, that's, I think it's going to be awesome. And I, I obviously wish you the best luck with that. And uh, it's going to be really cool, Chad. Last question, man. If you were to, we have listeners that, you know, they, they're looking to open gyms, they're trainers now, you know, they were us 15 years ago. Advice you give to somebody looking to open a CrossFit, like, in the near future, any advice you'd give to them just from something that you may have learned or experienced? Yeah. Um, keep your passion alive. And when those times come and those months come that, that suck <laughs> and you're like, wow, how am I going to make it? Yeah. Put your head down and think of creative ways to generate money and yeah. stay in the game. Cause really long term with that, like you said, awesome, the blood, sweat and the tears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is worth it in the sure. long run. Right. It, and there are not all sunshine and rainbows is that's a cliche saying, but it, 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 you know, there's some tough times, but there's some great times as well. Yeah. Just endure, push through. Right. I agree. And that's something CrossFit teaches us, you know, really well, obviously. And uh, yeah, I think that's Chad, awesome advice for those people out there listening who want to open that gym, even if it's not a CrossFit, any kind of gym, it's any kind of business, really push through, be perseverance, lead with the revenue, like you said. And uh, if you do that, everything will kind of, I think, work out there in the long run, man. So, uh, yeah, Chad, I appreciate you coming on today. I mean, do you guys have any events coming up or anything special you have here planned in the near future for CrossFit Zion? Yeah, so for, for events coming up, um, we, we have we have a holiday, or not holiday, a Halloween throwdown that's coming up. Yeah. You know, it's still a little bit about a uh, ways out, but uh, that's always a good yeah. time. So that's one we're pushing. Yeah. For. Do you guys do that is uh, we always just have a bunch of, we do like four competitions a year as like an additional revenue stream and community building. Do you guys do one a year? Do you do more than that? Is that, is this a regular thing? No. Yeah. So we, we just try to do about two, two nice. a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the CrossFit comps. And then we also do um, barbell awesome. meets. So yeah. we, we try to do one to two of those a year. Yeah. Yeah. Make, make your gym cross the line, kind of the hub for, for everything there in the, St. George area. So Chad, I think it's awesome, man. Uh, appreciate your time today, brother, coming on today, sharing your story, what you guys have done over the past 11 years. Wish you the best of luck, man. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Austin. I appreciate you having me on. Got it, man. And listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for all of our future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income.
You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Alex Cazares from Studio Health out of Scottsburg, Indiana. What's going on, Alex? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? What's up, Alex? Yes, sir. Excited to have you on. You have a great name. Great name. I love your name. I was thinking the same thing. There you go. There you go. Well, yeah, I appreciate you joining today. Excited to talk a little bit. I know you just pretty much opened the actual brick and mortar location for your business about eight months ago here. So excited to hear um, your journey, what you have going on. But yeah, let's not waste any time here. How did you get started? What is it that made you want to start with your own fitness facility a couple years ago here? Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I had the opportunity to work with uh, a franchise known as Anytime Fitness in Seymour for, uh, for almost 10 years. And uh, let me go on record, I owe everything to Anytime Fitness, say great people. Um, I realized that I had a lot of things that I wanted to do personally, which was nothing wrong with. Um, in order for me to do that, I needed to kind of, you know, branch out into my own ways. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is, fr- is from Scottsburg. She teaches in Scottsburg. So actually I was commuting there the last couple of years. Uh, COVID happened, man. And after 2020, we can all agree that, you know, anything can happen to us. Right. Um, I saw the opportunity to kind of go out and do this because why wait, you know, any longer? Um, I realized that I had a, a lot of, uh, you know, clients who wanted to, to work with me in, in Scott County, but I had no resource, there's no facility or no uh, way of even making it happen. So um, with, you know, with that being said, it's just kind of one of those things where I pulled the plug and here I am eight months later. Yeah, kind of happened. So kind of happened like organically for you, right? Started working in a facility yourself and then got to this point where it's like, hey, the only way for me to continue growing is to open my own business. Yep, yep. Okay. And I, uh, I, I had a, a lot of ideas from Anytime Fitness. I had a lot of great leaders, a lot of people I worked with. Uh, sometimes you just get to the point to where your ideas, you know, are meant to kind of be, you know, put somewhere else. And I, I had a lot of things that I wanted to do. And, I, and with Studio Health, I wanted to keep the name open because I didn't want it to market just to one specific brand. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great places out there. Their names mean a lot. And Studio Health is strictly... Hey, I can work with Mrs. Jones to your college, you know, right. high school athlete. And, uh, and so when people come in and kind of consult with me, I get to know the clients, you know, and, uh, and what their goals are. And then we put them in a program in a semi-private situation. And next thing you know, you know, we're just rolling. Okay. Okay. And, and so Studio Health, it's a, it's a great name. Is this a, it's not a franchise location, correct? You started this business yourself. Yes, I, I started this from the ground up. Yeah, it was uh, one of those things. I heard that somebody told me one time, you know, when he started business, finding the name, it, it's the hardest thing. I, I, that, that was true. <laughs> that was true. I wanted to, uh, like I said, I wanted it to be um, not focused just on one general area. Um, so I wanted people to ask, hey, what's studio health? Well, it's a place where you can come and work out and, you know, kind of get away from your everyday you know, troubles for one hour while working on your personal goals and having a good time while you're doing it. And so uh, with that name, I kind of, you know, put it on, on a piece of paper and, you know, 
when you have that mindset of where you want to go, there's really no looking back. Next thing you know, it's just you're rolling with it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I kind of it kind of blew up pretty big, man. I'm very, I'm very blessed and excited to see where, you know, where City of Health ventures from here. Yeah. 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 Crazy. And, and month eight, what, what's been, I mean, the most like difficult or unexpected part of running your business that you didn't really see coming? <laughs> oh, there's a lot. Uh, being a business owner has been great. Uh, there's a lot of things that you've got to be prepared for. And those things are really unknown. I went into this though with the mindset of a, hey, something's going to happen. Uh, I'm actually glad I went into that mindset because it prepared me for when things actually happened. Uh, for example, my first, you know, month of, of operation, uh, I just had some hiccups with my business account, right? Mm -hmm. I set all my drafts to draft on the next day and I don't have an active account. <laughs> and so uh, right away, you know, you're a new business owner. You don't want your name to be out there like, hey, this guy isn't taking stuff serious. Yeah. You know, you get to work and you figure it out and then you get it fixed and then you continue to get to work. Yeah. And so yeah. with that mentality allowed me to, you know, figure it out on the spot, but understanding that, you know, it is an issue, but my clients don't need to know that. Right. Okay. So, um, you know, challenges like that are going to happen, but that's far in between a few, right? You, know, if you have more good things happening when clients are getting results and are meeting people and you're building an environment and, and you're seeing your program grow, you, you know, you want to focus and tend to focus on that stuff more than those small challenges that may occur, you know, in your business. Right, right. I, I've talked to a lot of gym owners and, and it's kind of a commonality you know, between a lot of them that come from other health clubs to start their own business, sometimes they forget that there's this whole business side of things as well, right? Not just the whole training yeah. aspect. Then you have all these little things, the accounting, the marketing, the, the lead nurture, lead fulfillment. So, so it's, yeah, yeah, yeah def definitely a lot. And, and so month eight, you already smashed your goal, right? I, I know you said in six months, you were trying to sit up 50 members. You did that in less than less than two months. So that's great to hear. So I always like to ask, you're sitting at about that 65, 70 member mark. Is that a number that you guys want to stop at? Or are you trying to hit the gas right now and see some new faces? So I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to figure all that out as I continue, you know, growing in this business, you know, your my first year I set out to kind of get that balance, regulate this, you know, the training program and kind of get an idea how I operate as a business owner, a coach and a family man. Uh, that 60 to 70 mark, it's a sweet spot, right? Uh, and so, you know, unfortunately, you, you know, I'm not able to service 100, 150 people at one. I mean, I probably could, but it would go against my morals, right? I want to be able to deliver the services that I'm offering. Uh, I, it's important for me to grow. You know, that's one reason why I left Anytime Fitness is, is I, I will never stop trying to grow as a, as a father, as a human, as a, as a coach, as a trainer. Uh, and so with, with me operating 60, 70 clients right now, I'm able to still focus on the things that I want to do after year one. And that is, you know, bringing on new faces and, and bringing on staff and expanding my training program and offering more services. Uh, and that's all, you know, goals that I've set for my, my, myself with my, my business that I will see happen. It's just a matter of, you know, time. 
right? Yeah, 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 definitely. And, and so how big, how big is the team now? Are you the, the only trainer as of right now? I'm the only staff on, on Studio Health Board, yes. So I, I'm, I'm, I have multiple hats on. Uh, my wife is great, man. Uh, you know, let me put that on record. She is, your significant other it has to be, you know, a huge part of this. And so going into this, she, she understood, you know, my mindset and, and what it was that I wanted to, although she didn't see it, right? It wasn't her vision. It was mine. She definitely trusted in what, you know, we were going to do together, but she's helped me manage a lot of my social media and marketing. She, uh, she also has a small business. So she does a lot of my decals and, and, and a lot of my clients, you know, purchase, you know, apparel or hats or whatever from her. All my clients will get free shirts for renewing, offering incentives, such like that. So uh, I guess you can say it's just me and me and my queen, man. No, I mean, that's part of it. I mean, we talked about it a little bit in the beginning of having to wear all the hats sometimes as, as a small business. And, and I know freedom is something that you're trying to work towards to, you know, position yourself to, to be working more so on the business rather than in the business, right? What's your game plan to eventually get to that point? So ask that question again. Yeah. So what's your plan or do you have a plan to free up your own time as you continue growing as a business? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I worked really hard, you know, quarter one essentially into, to get to where I'm at. I, I offer six month agreements with clients understanding what it is I'm offering. Um, in that case, you know, I did make myself very available. What are your hours when you need me? <laughs> uh, and, and I meant that. Right. And so from January to June, which essentially was my first six months, I was in my studio from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. Right. Uh, with the two hour window for, for me, right. Core value number two is focused on me, but I didn't, that's not sustainable. That's not, that's not right. reality. Could I do that forever? Yes. Do people see that as, you know, overworking probably, but it goes back to, you know, what vision you see and where you see yourself taking, not just you, but your business and your and family and so forth. Uh, I worked that hard, so I don't have to work that hard ever again. Yeah. Yeah. So by me, you know, delivering the services I was offering, these clients built relationships with me and I built relationships with the community and Hey, you know, I would love to work with you for another six months, but, or however, I won't be working on Sundays anymore. Or, Hey, I won't be working after one o'clock on Fridays anymore. Are you okay with that? Well, yeah, no big deal. Can we do move to Thursdays at four? Boom. Right. And so I worked really hard on, on creating, uh, you know, relationships with clients and earning trust both ways for them to understand that, hey, I, I am a man of my word, but, uh, you know, this guy deserves a Sunday off every once in a while. Right? <laughs> of course. So, I mean, burnout's real, right? Especially yeah. as a trainer. You yeah. know, you're talking to so many people you're kind of a glorified therapist in some ways at sometimes, right? What's yeah. like the first hire for you that you see coming up in your future? So a trainer, a trainer for sure, a coach. Uh, like you just said, clients will use you however they, they need. And if you're a great coach, you're going to put the hat on that you need. You're going to match and mirror whatever you're getting. Uh, but that trainer will help me with influx of, of coaching, right? 
I've got, I've got a high demand for not just semi-private training, but more of the larger group sessions. And so by doing so, I can offer maybe a little bit of a, a fair rate, if you will, and, and be able to provide more to the clients, which ultimately is what they want, right? Um, but having another coach would definitely take some of that load off and maybe give me, you know, a couple of salaries off a month <laughs> instead of just Sundays. Yeah, I mean, and, and good for you for, for thinking of the future like that. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've spoken with gym owners who are on year 10, year 11, and they're still training 30 to 40 hours a week, and they feel like they can't pull themselves out of that position. They don't want to hire or they feel like it's impossible to find another trainer, right? So, yeah. which I, which that, that's a great, that's great you brought that up because it is hard to, you, when you build this, you want to bring somebody on with a similar mentality. So, right. uh, looking ahead, being proactive, you know, shopping around is a big deal. You got to be proactive with what, what it is that you want because if you wait too long, it could be too late and then you end up you know, either settling or, you know, training. 40, 50 hours a week. Do you plan on going the 1099 route with your team and your trainers, or are you going to hire more W-2 workers? So I, uh, I met with my financial advisor on, on I would, I'm probably going to start off with the 1099 okay. just because of part time. Uh, once I open up studio number two, as I start to grow, you know, not just as a business, but financially and clientele, and I start offering more services, I will, you know, broaden the, the, the spectrum of studio health and then we'll see what that looks like at that point. Okay. Uh, but I don't want to, I don't want to grow too fast. I don't want to, I don't want to Water get too, down. too fast. Right. And that's one yeah. thing I've held myself back from doing a lot of things. I, I follow a strict budget. I've learned so much from my previous company on to do, it's not to do, like I said, I work with great people. Um, and that's been that's been very humbling for me because do I want to spend this on this and this on that and and, and, and grow faster than you know expected? Sure, but uh, seeing what it looks like, you know, and then going through it makes it a little bit more real when you get to the end. Okay. Okay. And, and so with you sitting at that seventy member mark, what's been like the main? you know, I guess tactic or way for you to, to market yourself and get some leads coming in through the door? Social media. Uh, I strictly started with, uh, you know, social media, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, right? Organic, or do you do like the paid ads route of the social all, media? All organic. There you go. I, uh, I, there's nothing wrong with paying for leads. I, I support all, you know, lead management system is very important. In fact, you know, I'll find somebody when I get to that point. Uh, studio health is, 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 is private, right? It's almost exclusive. So you're, you're working in situations of two to four people for an hour at a time where it's rather like an open membership, right? And so all it took was one client and that one client took two clients. And then before you know it, I'm running a live two-person session with high energy. And then that two person session turn into four people and then and then you start building sessions from there every post was raw every post was organic every every message was authentic i wanted people to understand like hey it doesn't matter what your goal is studio health 
this what it's going to be and if it's working for you or if it will work for you then you know share it give me a review what people know what your experience is and then before you know it you know it just kind of shot up to 70 clients like that there you go and, and good for you i mean most people when they start a facility like this they really have no choice but to try and dive into digital marketing or sell a bunch of pre-sales and you know have a bunch of crazy offers um do you track where your leads come from so so let's say you know someone does come in you're able to track and see hey how'd you hear about us where you're coming yeah. from every uh it, it, i mean but honestly it's it's 100 facebook or, facebook or social media but i my club management system or my you know system i use for scheduling i'm very familiar with i use uh my previous employee so when I create an agreement, how did you hear about Studio Health? Boom, perfect, enter. So all that stuff will be used whenever I need it. But with me operating, you know, as a one-man show and being able to firsthand know where that lead is coming from, it's very simple for me to, to keep track of those leads. Cool, cool. And, and so let's see, as you're growing group training too, because I know you want, you want to grow that aspect of the business. Do you plan on using any type of digital marketing to grow that or, or how are you going to facilitate growth for that class? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I uh, Photography, videography, the whole nine yards, marketing. Group training is super fun. Uh, it just allows people to, to engage, you know, in all sorts of, you know, different shapes and sizes and bring all different types of personalities. You, you put a video of that on Facebook with, you know, 10 different people, you know, doing the same thing at different fitness levels. Uh, it, it's going to allow people to hopefully see like, Hey, I can do that. Yeah. Or, hey, I, or, uh, you know, I, I've been scared of going into a gym before, but you know, that's, I know that person, maybe I can go in with her. Right. So offering referrals and offering free sessions and, and marketing your group training as, you know, fun for all, fitness levels um, is a route that I plan on going 100%. There you go. Okay. Okay, cool. And, and so what about when you do get a lead, right? Let's say it is like myself and I do hear about you from like a friend or family member. Maybe I see you on Facebook. Um, what's your process to, you know, get me into the door and turn me into a paid member? Yeah. So with, uh, you know, I have a generative message. I can't even tell you what it says, something that, you know, we offer semi-private training, you know, fun-filled, blah, blah, blah. Uh, once I get that, I try to respond to them as soon as possible. With me working, you know, 12, 14 hours a day, it's normally 12 to 14 hours later, right? Um, I get to know the person, and then I ask them what their goals are, right? Everybody's going to shoot it straight to the same question. What's your rate? <laughs> Right. I love it. Uh, my rates vary. I, I offer multiple different programs and I specialize on, on goal results driven programming. So the best bet is for you to get in front of me so we can sit down for a free, no obligation consultation. Take 20, 30 minutes to get to know each other. And at that you know place, I can figure out which program works best for you. Okay. Would you be available to meet Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday at two or three o'clock. I can do Wednesday at three o'clock. Love it. See you Wednesday. Can you confirm your name, your 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 phone number, and you know where we're located? Boom. So so for you, it's about hey, you know, let's get them on the phone. Let's contact them. Let's get them inside the facility. Figure out what their goals are. 
um, you know, why they're here, where they're trying to take this thing. And then from there, do you offer any type of, I'm assuming you don't give any free sessions, free classes. I do. Yes. Okay. I do. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And so do you track like your, um, your conversion rate for the sales process that you do have? I do. Yes. And all that is, so I use a club ready management system and all that, all that stuff does it for me. And then at the end of the month, I run numbers and then boom, I have it all on file. Boom. There you go. Some people have like a bad stigma towards tracking numbers, which I think is hilarious because as people who, you know, even go to the gym, we track everything from the reps we do to which workouts. And then you, you become a business owner and you're not tracking like these vital numbers that could help you optimize. No, I, I, I worked with my previous employee. They, they were numbers fiends and, uh, it's important to track those important numbers because you need to know when to pull a lead when you need the lead the most and so forth. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, cool, Alex. So, so before we head out of here, I always like to ask what's kind of the big picture for you, right? Um, let's say you had like a magic business one, right? You could put your business in the exact position that you want it. What would that really look like to you? So I want to grow. I want to, I want to have multiple clubs and I want to, uh, I want, you know, multiple coaches that have similar, you know, personalities and behavioral traits and, you know, charisma as I do running these studios while I am speaking to, you know, people as far as you know, happiness, right? Health, health, health turn into happiness, uh, call it life coaching, if you will. Uh, but I, I will never stop taking chances or having fun with what I'm doing. When I say fun, staying, you know, humble and being blessed with the opportunities that are given to me because I think a lot of, you know, people sometimes, like you said, get burnt out or lose sight on what the picture is, uh, but just don't stop growing. Stuck, you know, keep setting goals for yourself. And as I continue to set goals for myself, I'm, I'll, I'll hit that goal. Yeah. You know, it may take a month or, or six months or a year, but, uh, but I eventually want to have a couple of different clubs running itself and, and continue to grow communities and doing that by fun filled, you know, realistic result driven programming. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, that's very obvious to me that you are very like results and goal oriented and you care a lot about you know your members and helping them reach their fitness goals um what what is it what's in it for you right what what do you want the business to to give back to you and your family at the end of the day wow that's a great question i've never i'm going to be honest with you one of my one of my my goals one of my core values and missions if you will is giving back uh I didn't have a lot of opportunity to give back when I was younger, uh, but that that's what I want City Health to be known for is the community involvement, whether it's giving back time, money, energy, whatever. All I want to in return is for people to allow themselves to have a chance at trying to better themselves, whether it's through fitness or through spiritual or financial or anything. Um, but seeing people generally happy means more to me than than a lot of people would would see but i think a lot of my clients and people do know me know that's probably the most important to me i don't care what it is you're doing what you're trying uh living your life with passion is 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 what i want to continue to see perfect cool man i love it i love it and i appreciate you once again um before we do of course man of course and before we do head out of here please give 
a shout out to you know your Instagram website, Facebook, anything. Yeah, shout out to, to the whole nine yards from TikTok to to Facebook to uh, the Jim Lords podcast for having me on this beautiful fun Friday. It's been it's been fun, man, and uh, and I definitely advise you guys go check out their their podcast because they have a lot of good insight. I did yes. listen to some beforehand, so I, I look forward to listening to some more after this uh, this call. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Alex. Alex Cazares, everybody, from Studio Health out of Scottsburg, Indiana. And as for the listeners here, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.